they're Mexican and U.S. citizens. They have a rental portfolio, so the net rental income uh, from U.S. portfolio properties exceed three hundred thousand per year. They also do consulting to U.S. company. They work remotely, and so I guess they're looking at Spain. So they're asking: Is a nomad visa the best route? Uh, as a U.S. or Mexican citizen? Also, will I be taxed on a rental income in the U.S. and Spain? And last, will assets in the U.S. be subject to Spain inheritance inheritance taxes? Uh, Andreas, Todd, who wants to take a look at that question? If one, they can yeah. check a little bit on the Please. on the immigration side, uh, basically nomad versus uh, golden visa. So, at the end of the day, uh, the nomad visa will just basically look into the the certain requirements of moving here, working remotely, etc., etc. So it's just uh, looking to comply with those requisites and also on the amount of flexibility that that individual um, wants to wants to have, because with that amount of income and with those streams of income from other parts of the world, it's probably that they have a sort of lifestyle that they may not be most of their time in Spain with a nomad visa. So my recommendation there, it is, especially if they are Mexican, it is basically to look, I mean, it will apply with a, with a, with a nomad visa as well, but with their lifestyle, it is looking at a golden visa that will allow them to live in Spain, basically not having any particular ties with their consultancy work because it seems that they want to move and be free on that side um, and link their residency rights to a property or financial asset investment in Spain that allows them to have a base here to go around Europe and in two years time provided that they are the vital center of interest that is in the country and if that if, if it is their thing apply for citizenship um and then just basically relocate to parano they can go to portugal and apply for the nhr they can go to malta and apply for an Andom. um they have various different options once they are european citizens so that is my take it all depends at the end of the day, on the, to be honest with you, on the stage, on the stage of life that you are, I mean, if you're actually, you know, moving around with your consultancy work and, and you have a lot of activity that you can do um, abroad, yeah, I mean, the nomad visa may be your right, but if you are in a more senior position, you have just basically consultancy fees that give you certain flexibility to go here, to go there, uh, and you don't want to be locked up in one place and you have the financial means, I think that basically the the golden visa will be will be the the thing but we have to look into every particular circumstance um before giving able being able to give proper advice on the immigration side Todd? yeah i think I, I would just add on the um the idea of the, the digital nomad visa i think it's important that the, the individual considers whether because i do believe there's um uh, some rules around what might qualify uh, an individual to apply for that in, in terms of um, whether they work for a, a company. Because um, I, I have seen uh, uh, some instances where people were self-employed or they had uh, consulting work. And based on some of the immigration um, attorney conversations I've had in Spain, I don't know that those would necessarily apply. It, it, I think it's an opportunity for a discussion um, with a, a Spanish-based immigration advisor to find out if this particular individual's circumstances fits within the um, the construct of the digital nomad visa. 
Yeah, completely, completely agree with you, gentlemen, that, you know, if it is that you are having rental revenue streams in excess of 300K, then your portfolio is definitely into at least seven, maybe eight figures. So I'm, I'm concerned about you with your wealth tax and that plus your other income flows, your other investments, probably just in a regular year, you're in seven figures already. So. I think you definitely want to look at some planning and the best option on the table, as Andreas has said, is probably going to be a golden visa. That puts you in the driver's seat. You are in control with that golden visa. So uh this this person, uh, I think that's definitely something you're going to look at. In terms of the inheritance taxes, well, inheritance laws in Spain, my understanding is that, like in most jurisdictions, even in the US, it's a specialized field and it's very, very complicated. So... But generally speaking, you're only looking at Spanish CITES assets. And if that is the case, there are uh, specific, well, in, in continental Europe, it's different from, and I guess this person being dual US-Mexico, they probably have exposure to it in Mexico anyway. So all Roman civil law. So there's some force airship issues. So you probably want to sit with uh, a Spanish uh, the equivalent of an estate lawyer, and, and I mean, get yeah, I, I get that kind of sorted. You guys have any comments on the inheritance tax fee? Just very, very broadly, uh, it is important to understand that basically in Spain, inheritance tax, like uh, like other taxes, they are there is tax competition within the different autonomous communities in Spain. So there is a reason why a lot of people go to Madrid, uh, because for example, inheritance tax basically is very, very little, it's not, if not even null when you compare it to Barcelona, for example. So basically, my key takeaway for that, um, it is first speak with a private client tax lawyer here in Spain that will check the tax position if it happens that, you know, succession happens when when, when you are here or if you have goods here. Um, it will help you as well with all the tax planning, all the structures that you have outside of Spain and will help you with all that that you have as well to draft a will um, with all the jurisdictions, uh, which is something that, to be honest with you, when I have clients that they come to Spain, that they apply for a golden visa, that they are in their not necessarily 50s, but 60s, 70s plus, it is something that I always recommend. A, speak with a tax lawyer. B, speak with a private client dash tax lawyer. So you have your wills in private completely done. And this is straightforward for your successors. Yeah, and, and it could be, again, very nuanced. And from in the U.S., the area of tax practice with the greatest amount of litigation is estate taxes, right? So there's always going to be an argument over that. There's always, it's very, very nuanced. And, and, and to your point, if it is that this person is already dual Mexico-U.S., so they need an estate plan that looks after the Mexican CISIS assets, one specifically for the U.S., and if they're going to be investing in Spain, then they'll need something specific for that. So you'd need three plans that kind of that speak to each other and recognize each other. So that's definitely the best way forward. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.